the long version here. And the long version is that I actually always had five rules. And everything that I did, I always used those five rules. And those five rules helped me to become successful in various different areas. And I think, I believe that those rules can be applied to almost anyone and everyone. You don't need to be a bodybuilding champion. You don't need to want to be a governor of California or to be an action hero or anything like that. If you want to excel in whatever you do, those rules are for you. It's that simple. Now, I have to tell you right off the top that I always was very intense. As a kid already, I was very intense and I was very hungry. I always wanted to be the best. I always wanted to be number one. I always wanted to get to the top. I never believed in just getting by. Now, I have nothing against people that just want to get by because I think there are many roads to happiness, but I think that we all here like to be successful and we are driven. So that's why those rules apply to you. So my first rule is find your vision and follow it. You see, I think it's the most important thing that we have a very clear vision of where we go, a goal, where, where do we go? Because you can have the best ship in the world. You can have the best cruise liner, but if the captain does not know where to go, that ship will drift around the world and out there at sea and will never end up anywhere. And this is exactly the way it is in real life. If you don't have a goal, if you don't have a vision, you just drift around and you're not going to be happy. This is why it is so important to have that vision. Now, I created that vision in Austria because I grew up after the Second World War Austria, right along with Germany, lost the Second World War, thank God. Uh, and the problem was that everyone was so depressed because they lost the war that there was alcoholism everywhere. There was, of course, depression. There was a terrible economic situation. There was famine. There was starvation and all of those things. And also, it was kind of a little place and narrow. I felt kind of, I wanted to get out of there. I wanted to escape. And I couldn't see myself really to work there and to stay there, to work in a factory, or to work on a farm, or to even to follow my father's footsteps and to become a police officer. I couldn't see that either. As a matter of fact, that's what my, my parents wanted me to do. They wanted me to become a police officer and to marry a girl by the name of Heidi, <laughs> and to have a bunch of children, and to run around like the Von Trapp family in The Sound of Music. But that's not what I saw. This was the vision of my parents, but not mine. And luckily, one day in school, I watched a documentary about America. And I found myself, I knew exactly that is where I wanted to end up. I wanted to be in America. Everything that I saw in the documentary, I just loved. Everything was so big. I remember the tall skyscrapers, the monstrous bridges, the giant freeways filled with beautiful cars, the huge jetliners, movie stars, Muscle Beach, and all of those things. I could not wait to get there. The question was just, how do I get there? How do I get to America? I mean, this was not a common thing to do way back in the 50s. No one had the money to travel or anything. But one day, I was fortunate enough to see a magazine. And that magazine showed me the path to America. And it was a bodybuilding magazine. And on the cover was this very muscular guy that was standing there like Hercules with a Hercules outfit. His name was Reg Park. This Reg Park was on that cover, and I remember the cover said, Mr. Universe becomes Hercules star. I read the article as fast as I could, learning about how he grew up in Leeds in England, poor, and how he trained five hours a day, every single day, 
and trained and trained and trained and lifted weights, and then he finally became Mr. Great Britain. And then he became Mr. Universe, and then he won a second Mr. Universe title and a third Mr. Universe title, and then all of a sudden he landed in Rome in Chinichita doing Hercules movies. And there he made millions of dollars, and this, this money he took and bought himself a gymnasium chain in South Africa, and he became a successful gymnasium owner. And as I read, I became more and more certain about my own future. As I read this story, I was so excited, so interested, I knew exactly that I wanted to become another Reg Park. I know he laid out the blueprint for my life, basically. I could see myself, I could visualize myself clearly to be a champion on that same stage where he won the Mr. Universe, and then to move to America, then get into movies, and then become rich and famous. I had that vision very clearly laid out. I was so happy that I knew exactly where I was going. From that moment on, everything that I did, no matter how hard I had to work or how much I had to struggle, it didn't matter. It was a wonderful joy ride because I knew what the purpose was and I found my passion. The simple truth is, if you don't have a vision, if you don't have a goal, if you don't see your future laid out in front of you, you are just floating around without a purpose. And I think that the numbers speak for themselves. This is why so many people around the world are unhappy with their jobs. I mean, in America, 74% of the people hate their job and would like to change jobs. Now think about that. That means that only a quarter of the Americans love their life's work. I mean, that is a very depressing statistic. I always smiled when I worked, no matter how hard I worked. I always had a great time, no matter what I did. It didn't matter if it was in bodybuilding, or if it was in the movies, or if it was as governor. I remember in the pumping iron days, people asked me in the gym all the time, why are you smiling all the time? Why are you so happy? You have to lift 50 tons of weights. You have to train five hours a day. I mean, I look at the other bodybuilders' faces and lifters' faces, and they look kind of depressing. They look sour. They're miserable that they have to lift weights. You, you don't look miserable, you look happy. And I tell them always, I say, I smile because I know exactly that every rep that I do, that every set that I do, every weight that I lift, I get one step closer to turning that vision of mine into reality and becoming that Mr. Universe. I could not wait to lift another 500 pounds in the squats. I could not wait to do another 1,000 sit-ups. I could not wait to do bench press, more bench press and more curls until I couldn't move my arms anymore because I knew that every rep got me closer to standing on that stage as a champion. As a matter of fact, when I lifted weights, I didn't really feel like I was lifting weights. I felt like I was lifting a trophy over my head each time I lifted. And to have all those bodybuilders around me and thousands of people screaming. And I tell you that this vision didn't just help me in bodybuilding, it helped me with everything, like I said. I remember in the movie business, there was many times stunts that I had to do, where I got hurt, where I was in pain, in agony, and I had to do it over and over again. I remember one incident specifically on Conan the Barbarian. There, there I was crawling on all four, on rocks, over rocks and gravel, holding my sword right in front of me. And as I was crawling, the camera followed me, and it was around 30 feet that I had to crawl on those rocks and this gravel. And eventually, after 10 takes, 
my elbows and my knees started bleeding and hurting. And the director came to me sheepishly and said to me, he says, do you mind if we do another take? I need a close-up of you. And I said to him, no, I don't mind at all. I said, go and do as many takes as you want. He says, no, 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 I don't want to do that because I know you're in pain, you're bleeding. I said, no, 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 I don't feel any pain. I said, the only thing I see is, is the finished scene. I see the finished scene of me crawling on all four with my sword in the front, crawling up and sneaking up behind Thalsa Doom, the main villain of the Conan movie that killed my parents, and rising up behind him and cutting his head off. That's what I see. Remember, crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of their women. So this is why, because I visualized that scene, this is why I did not feel that pain. I did not care if I was bleeding on my knees, because I knew that pain is temporary, but the film is permanent. And I explained that to the director, so this is why I try to tell you, always discover your vision, and the rest will follow. <laughs>